Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of A Dirty Shame. I watched the second half of A Dirty Shame. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I gotta say, mm-hmm. we've seen... One other John Waters movie in yep. the past, Pink Flamingos. I don't know why we had him on the list again. I don't know why I think either. I, I think I had heard good things about this movie. Okay. Um, I'm glad that we revisited this this director. I'm glad we came back to see his later work. I think this is yeah. one of his most recent films. Hey, 2005, 2005. 2006, like that was made. It's and uh, it's it's interesting to see how he's how he's both matured and immatured as a director. Yeah, as a, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting how you can do that in the same time. Yeah, I, I, and uh, or also when you have a bigger budget. Yeah, and and have a more notable group of uh, actors as yeah. well. Uh, the other thing too is ever since we saw. Um, the pink flamingos forever ago. I've actually started like listening to like interviews with John waters, hearing him talk about his movies or other films. I gotta say, I really like him. Like, I think he's a really thoughtful, introspective dude who like, he, I, I don't know. There's just something about him. I, I really in, in, like find him interesting to talk. Like it's that mustache dude. It's he's a mustache. Must- and is he's very passionate about what he talks about. And he seems very knowledgeable about the movies he watches, um, which makes it all the more interesting when I watch a movie of his because he he looks at other movies and finds like these interesting, deep, intricate meanings. It forces me to look at this these kinds of movies and be like, what is is he trying to say something, or is he just trying to like get a reaction out of people? So that's sort of where I'm coming from with yeah. this movie. I'm very curious to see what happens. Oh, it's definitely the latter. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I know just looking at the poster alone. It's it's quite a it's quite a calamity. Yeah, got uh, Selma Blair. One might say it's an orgy. Oh damn! Yeah, it totally is. Oh yeah, I don't know. Parental guidance during this episode. It is a wrong. Oh, it's supposed to rest our episodes. Uh, yeah, it is a John Waters movie, so it's like just you know be careful with this one because like the poster of it, it's like there's Selma Blair with like humongous boobs. There's Johnny Knoxville just being Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It just it. Yeah. And uh, so. Let's talk about this movie a little bit. Let's do it. Let's talk about this, this, this little start movie. Start us off. Start us off. Let me tell you, this movie opens like how most John Waters movies that I've seen opens in suburbia, in like a white town with a bunch of uh, seemingly conservative people. That's usually how all these movies start True. out. Um, or these are the settings of usually of these movies. Um, it's set in Baltimore, which I guess is where, uh, where The Wire is. That's also where John Waters grew up, apparently. Interesting. Yeah. The Wire didn't have that many white people on it. <laughs> they got because the demographics properly. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe this is like the suburbs of Baltimore. Uh, okay. Than, yeah. Um, so yeah, you can uh, down the road you see McNulty just getting drunk. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so we open on this suburban house, and there's a song playing. Sylvia. It's this old timey doo wop sounding song, and um, it's Sylvia is the main character. Um, she's a mother mm-hmm. and, uh, she's very unhappy. She's making breakfast for her daughter. Gross. Who, oh, I hate it. Her daughter is played by Selma Blair. Her name is Caprice. Uh, she's under house arrest, uh, for, um, indecent exposure. <gasps> um, yes. And so while Sylvia is making breakfast for her daughter, um, her husband comes in Vaughn. And he's like trying to put moves on her in the morning. Like, Hey, let's do something. And she's like, no, I don't want to do anything. And so she takes the uh, food out to her daughter, but uh, her daughter's door's locked. So she has to go back 
uh, to get the keys and she can't find them. And so she's like screaming at her husband, like, where's the keys? Where are the keys? And then he's, she like opens the bathroom and finds the keys, but also finds her husband jacking off in there because he uh, really, he really wanted to I mean, do you something. Got to do, got to, you got That's go. what he was saying. He's like, I have like needs. Mm-hmm. And Sylvia's just annoyed and angry by this and slams the door on him. Uh, and that is just such a great way to open a movie. <laughs> yeah. That is just it, it, the thing I got to say about John Waters. We watch a lot of these movies where people just don't understand how to establish a tone for a movie. John Waters movies just knows their tone they and establishes it, you know, it very, within the first very distinct tone. Five minutes of the fucking movie. That's how you goddamn do it. So she finally delivers the breakfast to her daughter, Caprice. She's got gigantic boobs. Um, you, do you, you know what I'm talking that. about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not just like, oh, those are big boobs. It's like, no, those are like comically like. So here's the question like, Are ridiculous. they real or fake? Um, of course they're fake. No, no. I mean, I know they're they're like not real. Those aren't some of Blair's real boobs, but are they the characters' real boobs? Uh, she. I think she. It meant they mentioned that they were fake. That's right. They're implants. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. She apparently used to dance at a biker bar. Okay. Um. And then, like I said, she's now under house arrest for indecent exposure. She could just stay in that biker bar. Why'd she? I. I. She's drunk. I guess too. Uh, oh, but okay. I, but more is revealed as the, the movie goes on. Ah. So, ah. Ah, damn, dog. So Sylvia walks out to her car and some kid throws something at her. I don't know if that continues, but this, these, this kid is throwing shit all over the place. No, Not a thing. I don't think so. She meets her pleasant neighbors. I love them. They're very nice neighbors. Uh, just they, they, they apparently moved to Baltimore recently and they're very like open minded and they like diversity. Um, so that's okay. them. I don't know if you met them. So she's walking to her car and then a man comes up uh, with flowers and he says, Oh, Mrs. Stickles, my name is fat fuck Frank and I'm your daughter's number one fan, which is a great introduction for a character. Yeah. (laughs) Fat fuck Frank. Fat fuck, fat fuck Frank. What a great name. What a great, like that, that couldn't be his Christian name. That wasn't his, his like parents gave him that name. I don't think so. I think he earned that fuck. Fuck, right? He earned the fuck. Well, I think he first with the... Well, you, here's the real question. Did fat or fuck come first? Mm. Was he fat Frank? And then was he I mean, he you have to go back to his Frank? college days if he was fuck Frank. <laughs> but then eventually became fat fuck Frank. Yeah, that's right. I mean, how do you become a... How do you go from fat to fuck Frank? Like, how do you go to fat fuck Frank? Well... Like, I know how you get to fuck Frank. Yeah. You know, well, an action. you just give him some flowers and he opens yeah, I guess, up. Yeah, I guess so. But, it, like, you go from fat... To fuck to Frank. Like, what is, where does the fuck come in there? Well, I know. Did you start fucking afterwards? Like, yeah, I'm I'm real horny. Well, he's a big, he's a big uh, fan of Caprice. And we learned something about him later on as well. There's, see, this movie got layers, bro. Oh, okay. People think that Christopher Nolan is all about these like multi layered films with like, you know, big ideas. Uh Not even close to Mr. John Waters, my friend. So we learn Caprice's stage name is Ursula Utters. Mm. Uh, that's her, her, that's the name she likes to be called. Okay. Um, and Caprice continues to yell at her mom. She's calling her a neuter. <gasps> neuter. You're a neuter. I'm assuming that comes in later. Mm, no, I, I mean, kind of, but not really. Okay. So, um, and the neighbors are like, oh, this is so great. Like they aren't embarrassed by their ridiculous neighbors at all. They actually really like it. So Sylvia gets in her car and she's driving to work and, uh, she leaves her husband at home and cause he has to go to work too. So he walks to work. Because she's still angry. And on the way there, she's grossed out by the old people making out happily. She's grossed out by these uh, gay movers. They're like, they're, no, they're not even movers. I thought they were movers at, the, at first. But they're actually just like a gay, like, bear, like, uh, 
group of men, like, you know, bear men. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're moving in. And so they like look at her and they go like, and she's just like, (laughs) she's grossed out by that. And uh, she's just grossed out by all these, like all of her neighbors, all this depravity. And Vaughn, uh, the dad, is walking across, uh, down the street to get home and or to work. And she, he comes across this girl named Betty, who's one of his neighbors. Okay. And she seems like she's like hidden on him. And then her husband comes out and he starts hidden on him and his wife. Like, hey, how's that wife of yours doing? You know, mm. so it's like he like this. Like I, at first I'm like, oh, here comes the husband. He's going to be very angry. But he wasn't. He was all cool with it. And then Betty says, don't you find it funny that every man in this neighborhood has a penis? (laughs) Well, not really, Betty. (laughs) So he's full of great lines like that. Like, great lines. Okay. This movie is fantastic. So Sylvia's car ran out of gas in the middle of the road as she's like turning into traffic. And then we're introduced to Ray Ray, played by Johnny Knoxville. Oh, yes. His name is Ray Ray. Are you going to refer to him as Johnny Knoxville or Ray Ray? Johnny Knoxville so far. All right. Johnny Knoxville. So Johnny Knoxville's driving down the road and he's moaning and it looks like he's getting roadhead. Yeah. He's like, ooh, yeah, ooh. And uh, then Ray Ray, sorry, Johnny Knoxville, sees Sylvia and he immediately, it looks like he's like in love with her. And like he sees like fire on her crotch, like through her pants. Yeah. And then this car tries to drive around Sylvia because Sylvia's like stopped in the middle of the road because she's out of gas. And as this truck drives around Sylvia, it smacks her in the head like really hard. And then the truck like runs over this fucking bad CG squirrel. Oh, yeah. The squirrels. Oh, the squirrel comes back into play. There's a lot of squirrels. I'm so excited. I'm Mm. so excited. I mentioned this because I was like, it's going to go one way or the other. Either I'm going to mention the CG squirrel and you're going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's lots of CG squirrels. Fantastic. So he runs over the CG squirrel. And uh, then Sylvia is like all fucked up. And she she's like, oh, God, my head. She's on the ground. And then um, uh, uh, Johnny Knoxville like smiles and he picks up the person who's given him roadhead, who's like a police woman officer hmm. uh, who we are going to talk about later as well. And he's like, it's her. Let's go sexing. And they go and the police officer starts directing traffic while he um, goes over to her. Uh, well, uh, uh, Johnny Knoxville goes over to Sylvia and um, they, he uh, he's like. Uh, Sylvia like wakes up and she's like lying in her in her car or whatever and she's like my pussy's on fire and Johnny Knoxville says that it's a burning bush and the police <laughs> officer smiles and says that they knew that she would come one day and then Johnny Knoxville tells Sylvia that now that Sylvia has a concussion she's a sex addict and she'll never be the same and then uh, Johnny Knoxville eats her out and Sylvia orgasms, and then she thanks him, and then he, uh, Johnny Knoxville, like, gives Sylvia his card, like, for his business, and then he- Here, I want some more. Here you go. Seriously, he really does, and then he goes down to the dead squirrel and kisses it, and the dead CG squirrel comes back to life and thanks him, and then runs away. See, this is important. So, uh, Johnny Knoxville says that he's a sexual healer, and he says that one day, they are going to discover a new sex act that's never been performed before, and Sylvia will be a part of it. Uh, and then the word whore flashes on the screen on Sylvia's does face. Does it have dashes on it? It has dashes in between the letters. And I, I mentioned this, because I was wondering if this is going to be a I, I don't know if it means anything, but it's there in every time. Uh, interesting. The word whore or other words? Other words. Okay, they cool, cool. Those dashes. I wrote them all down. So, now, Sylvia sees sex everywhere. Now that she has this concussion, now that she's a sex addict, she's so happy and she sees sex everywhere. So she goes to work. She finally gets to work. She works at this convenience store with her mom, Big Ethel. 
And Big Ethel, her mom, is complaining that this place used to be for families, but now there's gay people running around. And she is, she's got this gray line. She goes, you know, and she's like points at some like a gay couple like this, these two men. And, and she goes, they eat life, you know, sperm. <laughs> only men. Well, yeah, gay guys would eat life. They do eat sperm. No, like, I know. But like only men do that. Only men. <laughs> right. Right, Mike. Only men. Only men. That's right. Uh, so. <laughs> So then this woman Marge comes in and here's Big Ethel. I want to call her Fat Ethel. That's not her name. No, it's Fat Fuck Frank. No, yeah, that's Fat Fuck Frank. Can't I up. can't mix them up. They're completely mm-hmm. different characters. Uh, yes. So Big Ethel's complaining about how the neighborhood has gone to hell and there's no decency anymore. And she wants to hold a decency meeting. And um, uh, Marge is like, A-OK with this. She's like, yeah, we should hold a decency meeting. Now, you mentioned The Wire before. Yeah. This being in uh, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. There's a character in this movie. I don't know if he came into play later. He's from The Wire. Is he the one who's in the wheelchair? He, in The Wire? No. No, no. He's uh, he's the guy in The Wire who keeps taking his dick out in season two. And the uh, the young dude who's always fucking around. And he's Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God, I can't remember the name. I don't remember. Is it like Iggy or Ziggy or I something? I think it's I- Ziggy. Something like that. But his name is Dave in this movie. And uh-huh. he's very strange in this movie. He's constantly like picking his butt and he's squeezing meat and he's drinking water out of flowers. He's being so gross. And you're like, what is wrong with this guy? And then finally, Vaughn, Sylvia's husband, gets to work. And Sylvia smiles and starts giggling and touching Vaughn all over the place. And she's like, yeah, you want to you wanna funch? And Vaughn's like, what's that? And she goes, fucking after lunch. And, and so he's like, yeah, sure. And as they're leaving the store... Uh, they run into the uh, mailman who's been looking at porn, uh, like porn mags. And uh, he's like, hey, here's some mail for your daughter. So they take the mail. And um, as uh, so as they're leaving the store with the mail and they're about to go fucking, uh, they run into Marge, uh, who's still talking to Big Ethel. And she's like, it's not safe out there. People are shaving crotches as we speak. There's pubic hair in the air everywhere. (laughs) That's pretty good. And so they rush out of the store and they're rushing back home. And on the way there, as they're heading back home, Sylvia opens up the mail to their to their daughter. And it's pictures of the mailman's dick. Nice. Yeah. He's been sending pictures of his dick to Caprice this whole time. Wow. And this really weirds Vaughn out, understandably. But then. Sylvia starts being like, hey, you want to go yodeling in the canyon? Hmm? You want to discover the oyster? You want to sneeze in the cabbage? You know what she's referring to? Uh, uh, us. That's right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he does it uh, in the car. Oh, cool. So now we're at the decency meeting and Big Ethel calls for decency and all these people applaud but the nice neighbors I was talking about earlier say we need decency, but we need diversity and tolerance even more. And he said they say that there are some rude people like there, there are obviously people out there that are being rude, but those are just isolated incidents. You can't blame the fact that homosexuals are moving into the neighborhood simply on, you know, on the fact that there's indecent things going on. But everyone's like fuck you, you're wrong, There's the world's going to hell, this neighborhood's going to hell. Mm -hmm. And then uh, 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 Big Ethel, or maybe it's the other one, says like, look, people are calling us neuters. Well, you know what? I'm proud to be a neuter. I want to be a neuter. That's about all there is for neuters. Okay, basically that's what they start calling themselves, neuters. So uh, that's the end of that scene. 
so then the word vagina flashes on the screen okay. over a nursing home. And in the nursing home, this is uh, there's all these old people and they're doing the hokey pokey. And uh, Sylvia and Vaughn show up because they're there to pick Vaughn's mom up at the nursing home. And Vaughn uh, is like spraying his breath because he just, you know, eaten his wife out. <laughs> and uh, they start dancing the hokey pokey to pick up the mom. Like the mom's like in the middle of dancing the hokey pokey. So they're like, join in. But then Sylvia starts like dancing the hokey pokey really sexually. And she, everyone that looks at her, she thinks, oh, they want me to do like dirtier and dirtier things. So she starts like putting her whole body in the middle. Like she starts like grinding. And then somebody throws like a water bottle at her. She puts the water bottle on the ground. And she like sits over it and she picks it up with her vagina. Whoa. All the old people are like, what the fuck? And they all run away and they're so scared. Um, I mean, kegels do good, good you're things. You're right. right. You her kegels must be amazing. Yeah, just work that out a lot. <laughs> I wonder if the actress really did it or not. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, so then the word horny flashes on the screen. Oh, no. And Sylvia's running through yards because uh, she separated from uh, Vaughn at this time. She was like, everyone was being pushed out different doors. And okay. she was being pushed out one of them. was being pushed out the other. And so she's running through fields and, and through lawns. And she starts stealing clothes and underwear. And she starts dressing up in more like skimpy clothing. Like uh, she's gone from like a really conservative clothing to like leopard skin clothes with like really, you know, skimpy underwear and stuff. And she starts uh, putting her like stealing makeup from people's houses too and putting on like, um, like makeup and stuff. And then she hails a taxi and gets them to drive her to um, uh, Johnny Oxville's place. Uh, Cause she still has the card from earlier. So um, at the same time, big Ethel is, um, uh, putting up signs all over the place for decency. She's like, we need to bring, make this place more decent. And uh, then somebody says like, oh, you know, if you want to make people decent, start with your daughter. I heard that she picked up a water bottle with her cooter at the nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> and Big was like, never, not Sylvia. But everyone's like, what a dirty shame that happened to her. <gasps> oh, that's the name, the name of the movie. movie. Speaking of the movie, um, Let's talk more about the movie. So <laughs> sounds like they were okay. All right. So Sylvia finally arrives at Johnny Knoxville's place, and she asks him for full service because he runs like an auto body shop. And He's like, oh yeah, welcome to Jackass. <laughs> this is a water bottle pickup. <laughs> <laughs> this is me attempting to act. I failed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he's a he's very nice. Na- he's the natural actor. I actually really like Johnny Knoxville. He's m- probably my favorite member of the Jackass group. Yeah, he's all right. Have you watched Jackass before? A little bit. Yeah. It's all right. Just when you walked in, we were watching Jackass. No, I've seen it before. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's sort of fun. And I've always liked Johnny Knoxville. Um, and he's he's very charming in this movie. Uh, and so he says, Oh, he, he's so charming. He's so charming. Yeah, he is. <laughs> cause anyway. he, cause he runs this whole like a uh, sex thing, cult thing, cult thing, basically. It, and so the idea is, is like, he's basically like a sexual Jesus. Yeah. Cause he brings people back to life and he's got these 12 followers and, uh, Sylvie's the 12th one. Uh. And so now we're introduced to all the different followers. Um, we are introduced to the policewoman who's okay. loose Linda. Uh, and then we were introduced to another guy named uh, Papa, and he's fucking Loose Linda, and he's like, I'm on bush control. And uh, another member of the group is Dave, the guy from The Wire that worked okay. at the store. He is attracted to dirt. Um, he Ah, uh, uh, okay, that explains a lot. Okay, cool. And uh, also he s- claims that uh, Johnny Knoxville cured him of herpes. Uh, and so then Sylvie's so like, that's a miracle. And then Johnny Knoxville's like, we don't say the M word here. 
It's just like, it's, that's weird. Hmm. Um, and so then uh, John Arif is like, we have one of every per, uh, perversion around here. We meet a police officer who likes to be a baby. Um, he, he stresses that as long as what they want is safe, consensual, and doesn't harm anybody, it's A-OK here. Then hmm. we meet Betty and her husband, the neighbors from earlier, and they're in there too. And uh, we also meet the mailman who sent the dick pics to the Caprice. Like all these people from earlier who were being really weird are actually part of it. Um, and all these people, by the way, I didn't mention this before. All these people have had concussions, including Johnny Knoxville. Mm. Every single one of these people. So before they were either sexually repressed or whatever, but now they're sex addicts simply because they had concussions. Interesting. Um, now, here's a part that I found very interesting. So then we run into the three bears that I was referring to earlier. Uh, the new people that were moving mm-hmm. in and they say that they have like, they also have concussions. They're part of this like sex, like cult. But when we see the flashback of how they got concussions, it's clear that they were gay before. And I think that's an important distinction. Like just because you're gay, it doesn't mean you're a sex addict. That's true. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's nice. It's nice. I mean, obviously if uh, you know, John Waters would be behind that kind of sentiment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so then we meet um, this girl who's in a splooshing. Her name is Messy Melinda. And then we're introduced to fat fuck Frank. He's in there too. And he also says that her daughter is in the group as well. Uh, and so, yeah. And so all these people aren't in, they're all like the different apostles. So then they're like, let's go sexing. And then the word harlot flashes on the screen. And then we see Vaughn uh, and he goes to Betty and her husband's house. And Betty and her husband answer the door completely naked. And they like invite him in. And he's like, no, that's fine. And then uh, Sylvia gets on a bus and uh, fucks the bus driver. And that's a scene. And then Vaughn uh, goes to the bear house looking for Sylvia too. And Big Ethel's there with her. And uh, Big Ethel's like, oh, you guys are a bunch of gross people. But Vaughn doesn't seem like too, like, uh, like you know, worried about them because he's, you know, whatever. And then we see Caprice. This part was really great. So now we come back to Caprice. Mm-hmm. Caprice is watching TV, eating snacks, locked away in her, like, room eating. And then she hears someone knocking on her door and, like, trying to get her door open. She turns the TV off. She turns on music and she starts dancing. It's, it's interesting that she does this. Because she is clearly performing like she whenever there's another person in the room when she's all by herself, she's relaxing. She turns TV on. But the minute someone else comes in to like to Mm. be with her, she instantly starts acting like more like sexual and stuff like that. Interesting. She's always performing. Um, And she starts like dancing and stuff. But it's her mother and her mother comes in and now her mother's all different. And Caprice is so confused by this at first. But then her mother says that she accepts her. And she calls her Ursula, and that means so much to her, and she's so happy by that. And then we cut to, and and we learn at this point too that Ursula is part of the group. Uh, and then we cut to a scene that I believe you came into, which was Johnny Knoxville, and he was looking at a tree, yeah, in a very suggestive way. Now this is the beginning of the movie for you, as far as you know. So as far as I know. I just see Johnny Knoxville looking at a tree sexually. Yeah, like it's a vagina. Like because yeah, it turns on its head. And you see, he basically has legs with a little bush. <laughs> a little, a little, a little bush. bit of moss between bit of moss the two. Set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, cut, to, cut back. Uh-huh. Some lady named Ursula is a sex addict who we know. Yes. It's Caprice. Did you know that that was a daughter? I uh, guess he, it took a little while. It says, yeah. so her, and then her mom admits, I'm, her, I'm your mom. I'm also a sex addict. Yeah. Let's go to the bar and go sexing. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's so, all I know. um, 
at this point, Giant X was like humping trees. <laughs> um, and the, uh, oh, it's a weird scene. Apparently, like in front of the trees, the bushes are shaped like dicks. <laughs> so Caprice and her mom run across and the dicks just all pop up. Oh, no. The, the, the trees pop up. They're very wrecked. This is a very, this is a very weird way to get into a movie, Mike. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like the thing is, is you got this nice buildup of I like, I got introduced okay, to the now characters, we're sex, the world. I just get thrown in this sex mass <laughs> massacre, just sex everywhere. Just the uh, trees have vaginas also and bushes a, of dicks and bushes of dicks. At least you didn't see an open asshole this time. No, this is, yeah. <laughs> or someone eats shit. Um, so they go to a bar this and it's such a weird way to open. I know. And so they go to a bar and. Um, this bar is playing like interesting music with this guy's like, I uh, I wrote a song. This guy cut me off on the street and now I'm going to write a song. And it goes like this. It's like, you, why'd you grow up to be an asshole? <laughs> it's kind of funny. But then uh, Caprice comes in with her mom and Caprice just starts dancing. Everyone's like, fuck yeah. And they're all hyped as shit. Yeah. And uh, she stands on top of everything. She starts dancing, takes her shirt off. And, we see them? Yeah. Whoa. And they look. Pretty good, pretty good, uh, fake boobs. Wow, okay, yeah, they cool. Look, they look, um, pretty real fake. <laughs> I mean, they're just, I mean, dude, they're so big, they're kind of gross. They're ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, it's like, dis- it's, I don't want to say disgusting because I'm sure people have boobs like that, but it's, do they really? Because I don't know. That I seems, don't know. that seems like you need to get, like, I feel like you have surgery That's for so that. so bad for your back. Yeah, no, it's terrible for your back. Oh you have God. to have surgery for that. I bet that must have hurt Selma Blair, like when she was making Probably. this. Probably. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. So anyone's everyone hype as fuck. Pretty good prosthetic boobs. Yeah. Yeah. So I throw um, only almost as good as uh, like the Nutty Professor makeup. Yeah. 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 Basically. (laughs) So some dude comes in. I what's his name? The the main the husband. Vaughn. Vaughn. Vaughn comes in and is like a praise. And she's and when she's dancing, getting motorboated by some dude Mm -hmm. and this old lady, which is um, large Marge. Ah, Big Ethel. Big Ethel. Dang yeah. It. Okay. Close. You're close. Big Ethel comes she in. She looks like Large Marge. Cuts some ropes, and she gets and Caprice gets captured in ropes. What? And she takes her away. <laughs> it's super weird. <laughs> okay. Um, and then during this like kerfuffle, everyone's going chaotic, and um, uh, oh, shoot, what's mom's name? But, wait. Oh, uh, so, so, Sylvia. Sylvia. Sylvia gets hit in the head. No! It changes the whole perspective of everything from being a sex addict. She starts screaming. Oh, no! She's not a sex addict not a anymore. Sex anymore. So the next thing we see is everyone in the room. Um, but how Caprice, will they do the move? Caprice, I know, exactly. Caprice is tied up. Not tied up, but like handcuffed to the gra- uh, ground. Wow, making it sound way worse. <laughs> handcuffed to the chair. Vaughn is talking with a doctor, and this doctor's like... Sylvia, hmm? you have what is known as a runaway vagina. <laughs> And he looks at Caprice and says, your problem is, is you have such big boobs, it's blocking the blood flow to your head. <laughs> it's like, I, this I, seems I, real. This seems kinda, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Scientifically uh, accurate. So, um, what happens? I don't know. So they all died. No, I'm thinking, so... Caprice then is like, Mom, what's up with this? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you used to be all cool. And she's yeah. like, I don't do that anymore. I got, you know, it was a concussion talking, not me. 
Caprice throws a remote at her head and it kind of concusses her a little bit, but she's like, you know, it has to be an accident. And I'm like, okay. That's a weird rule. (laughs) That's a weird rule that I don't understand. Yeah. (laughs) Sud didn't do anything. Now, suddenly, while we're talking about this and Caprice is very sad, she's like, I'm not going to get breast reduction surgery or anything. And and the doctor's like, take, um, is it Xanax? Uh, I don't know. Shoot. Prozac. That's it. Oh, okay. Prozac's the famous, like, antidepressive drug, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, says, do this and you won't be horny anymore. And she's like, no, I want to be horny forever. <laughs> well, that squirrel that was resurrected comes back and he's in the <gasps> attic and he's fucking a bunch of squirrels. The CG squirrels <laughs> just fucking a bunch of squirrels and they're fucking them like crazy. They fuck them so hard that the ceiling starts to fall, like break. And one of them breaks through the ceiling and hits just the, the ceiling itself. No squirrel. It mm-hmm. hits Caprice in the head. No. And it makes their boobs get big and small. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Like expand and then yeah. also like and get And then smaller? it says normal in quotes. Oh, the There's, words pop yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. And so now they go to the um, group therapy uh, sex addict section. Uh-huh. So they go to like some church and uh, the sales will fix everything. And some kids, well, they're going to the church. Some kid rides by on a bike and just looks at Caprice and goes, sex. <laughs> I don't know why, but that was really funny to me. <laughs> Um, so they go to this place and everyone's like, hi, I'm a former sex addict. This is Johnny here. This is, you know what this guy's name. He's a, tic- he's a tickler. Mm. I'm a Ray the Rimmer. <laughs> and they all have these like, go- they all get hit in the head at some point, which is very weird. Yeah. Yeah. They all have show like a little flashback. I don't know exactly what that means. If they're like stopping or starting. I think this means that they've gotten hit already again. Right? Maybe. Yeah. Um, like now they're no longer sex addicts. Yeah, there was a couple who was like, we're in the Roman showers as foreplay, which means they vomit on each other. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this old lady named Dora, she's a chronic masturbator. Okay. She says she's horny. And then Still? This, this other lady, yeah, she tells it to uh, Sylvia, and Sylvia's like, gross. <laughs> and someone else is like, hey, listen, here's Sylvia. If you want to feel better, um... Admit to God you're a whore and apologize for all the people you fucked. Oh my or God. apologize to the parents of all the people you fucked. <laughs> the parents? Yeah, that's part of the like, okay. okay. Uh, this one guy comes up and is like, hi, I like, le- I like leaving uh, poops around so no one knows where they are. <laughs> poops? He likes pooping. And he says, one time, this is great, he says, then I got into being an upper decker. That's why I poop in the top of the toilet seat. So no one, or the top of the toilet tank. So no one knows where the odor is coming from because oh, no one looks geez, there. That's malicious. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's actually kind of clever. <laughs> no, don't do it. Oh, I'm going to do it, Mike. No! Watch out. You're going to be like, why is our bathroom smell so bad? <laughs> Share a bathroom. No. <laughs> Capri says, y'all get a breast reduction operation and I'll never be nude again. She admits that to the entire, like, uh, what do you call those things? Councils, uh, councils uh, group meeting, groups, yeah, yeah, group yeah. meeting, and uh, Sylvia admits she's a sex addict, and but I'm not dirty anymore. And then suddenly Johnny Knoxville appears, <gasps> pops in, and says, "Sex acts are the future." Ooh. Yeah, here's some tits, and he puts like a picture of tits in front of someone, and he's like, "Whoa!" And um, it's like everyone starts fucking again. They just see him, and they're like that. And he uses laser eyes to make people horny again. Oh my god! And this, <laughs> That's this, amazing. He shoots this guy who's in a wheelchair and shoots lasers at him. And he gets up and he starts. And the wheelchair guy starts fucking people. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Because I didn't know he had weird sex healing powers. <laughs> yeah. I just see this guy get up from a wheelchair. I'm like, man, that guy must be really horny. No, he can see. He can heal people. I guess like so. that squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird too. <laughs> Did that squirrel like like look like conquer? From like Conker's Bedford. No. Okay. That'd be kind of funny though. 
Um, and she says, Sylvia, you know, like the only people that can get affected is Sylvia and uh, Caprice because they haven't got hit in the head yet. Right. Um, she's like, Sylvia, I could show you a secret. And she's like, but I don't, or you know the secret of the secret sex move. And she's like, I don't want to. And so basically it turns into a giant orgy. Everyone gets crazy and start having oh sex. Oh my God. And um, she gets hit in the head again <gasps> and boom, she's back to wanting to have sex. Woo! That's the Sylvia I've come now, to Caprice know Caprice is like, Finds Johnny Nexwell's coffee, puts some Prozac in it, and gives it to him. And he drinks it. And so he was like, let's go sexing. And they all start, they go, let's sex the whole town up. And they all try to escape. And he falls over and is like, oh, I'm feeling not good. Oh, no. no. Yeah, Johnny Nexwell, our hero. Uh, at um, two Caprice? Huh? At yeah, two Caprice? Exactly. <laughs> so then cuts to some cop lady, breaks into a, a house and says, who wants to fuck me? Yeah, that's uh, the one I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, and then yeah. some little boy, like he was like maybe 16, 17, is like, I want to fuck you. All <laughs> <laughs> all parents are like, no, no, no. Don't do it. <laughs> um, so then all the anti-sex people go into a convenience store, which includes uh, Caprice, dad, and... Uh, I keep want to say a fat large Marge. <laughs> I told you it's out. No, it's it's Big Ethel. Big Ethel. Dang yeah, it. that's the one. That's where they work. Yeah, yeah. So they go to the, the convenience, so store. convenience store, mm. and uh, they're going for the neuters, and they're for the end of tolerance. We tried being tolerant enough, and now they're just like fuck it, we're not being tolerant anymore. And I'm like, mm. van. That's not relevant now. So. It's <laughs> <not fun. laughs> so Sylvia's just running around, and um trying to sex people up and she sees this dude this dude comes out and is like hey come over here I'm I'm, I'm coming I'm coming here and she's like oh yeah and then her crotch starts talking he's like yeah fuck that man oh my god exactly <laughs> her crotch it's like talking. I want to start I want to fuck this dude yeah go for it she starts walking up the stairs but then his wife comes out and like beats him back inside uh -huh. she's like you better stay away and, and the giant's like oh that was close and it was like <laughs> it was fucking weird <laughs> And they, uh, so the non-sex people are talking about how uh, sex is uh, infiltrating our economy. It's costing American business. Did you know people masturbate all the time at work or something like that? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> that's that's part of the people work People also day. drink beer at work. It's fine. <laughs> no stress relief. Um, <laughs> so let's see. For some reason, these sex people keep invading the convenience stores. So like... Or some people were just like making out like crazy, and then some lady was just pouring spaghetti on herself. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. okay. And so they try to get her out, and um, this dude's licking tires, and that's Ziggy. Yeah, that's right. Licking some tires. Um, someone says, "Um, have you tried trombone? I don't know where this is from. I just says, have you tried tromboning, which is jacking off while pooping? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds thing. painful. Mm, yeah, it seems like a little too many, too many things going on. I down feel like there. I couldn't beat hard in the same room no. as the poop. No. <laughs> Even if it's your own? Of course, especially <laughs> if it's my own. Maybe yeah. if it's somebody else's. Yeah. I haven't tried that. <laughs> um, there's some dude. Okay, so cut to some dude wearing baby clothes. Yes, that's the, 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 the cop. cop. Yeah, that's right. The male He cop. walks into someone's house. There's a baby there. And the mom is talking to the baby like, oh, we'll get the, we'll get the good dishes done. You can have some din din. Mm -hmm. And the, little, the man is like, cool. And takes the baby, picks him up and smothers him. I'm just kidding. Let's do that. <laughs> he, I was like, this got really dark. No, no, no. He puts him off to the side and uh -huh. then sits in like this little chair. <laughs> and then the mom comes in and is like, oh, what do you want, little boy? And he's like, goo goo gaga. And this is lady just Full screams and man. freaks out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, you would do if someone broke into your house and did that. Oh, absolutely. I'd also be like, where the fuck is my baby? 
Yeah. Yeah. Holy uh, shit. Um, so people are just running around the whole place just trying to sex everyone. Mm. Like, you know, the whole the whole city's like that. Right. And cut to the uh, Johnny Knoxville. He's trying to get horny again. So they keep giving him all these things. Those aphrodisiacs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's taking a long time, but eventually he gets there. Like, he does uh, a bunch of stuff. And, thank and, goodness. And he finally gets horny again because he's just so mad about not being able to be horny. Yeah, that was his one character trait. He gets so horny off these things, he begins to fly. Oh my god, it's magical. He's having an auto, audio, out of body state through sexual arousal. <laughs> and then he says, let's go sexing. That's, so, his, that's his catchphrase. It's his catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, so people getting, um, people try getting into the convenience store still, they're still trying to fuck. Sylvia finds two, like, goes, like, two people got in a car accident, and Sylvia's running around, she sees one of them. He's like, you want to fuck? And he's like, oh, my head hurts. <laughs> and this other guy's like laying on the ground after getting hit or, you know, out of his car. And she's like, you want to fuck? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and so she sits on his face. Wow. Um, oh, she's gone from a bottom to a top cunnilingus. Oh, yeah. She did say she's a bottom cunnilingus. She's a bottom. Now she's a top. Yeah. She's moving on up. Interesting. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. um So... What is this? What the fuck? <laughs> so all the oh here we go. Picks. Eventually, there's just so many. There's so many people wanting uh-huh. to have sex that the the neuters they say yes, they uh basically are all like fuck this. We're gonna move out. We're just gonna leave. We're just gonna leave. Yeah. So they have a song We're called "Baby, Let Me Bang Your Box." <laughs> it's like an old doo-wop song. Yes. And all then all the trees have vaginas and penises. Like Whoa. And they're the trees are fucking each other now. Like the trees after, are having the sex trees with are having other. sex with each other. It's this movie's nuts. Yeah. Um. Okay. This is a, this is a, uh, they've made a sexual safe zone apparently. So they they've kicked him out and Johnny Knoxville's driving in a space. car and he's like, yeah, he's got a safe space. He's mm-hmm. like, all news left, sexual anarchy. I guess sexual anarchy will finally happen. Now, here's the thing that I think is kind of weird. Yes. And maybe it's just because I don't know. They said at one point <laughs> or in your part of the movie, he says as long as it's safe and consensual. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers like breaking into people's houses. Yeah, I was gonna. And say. like doing a bunch of shit, like running up to people and being like and humping their leg and like actually doing like. Sexual assault? Yeah, exactly. Like, and that really, really doesn't help this movie, at least. I think, like, it's a message <laughs> that it's trying to do, which is, you know, don't be a prude. Like, it's okay to have sex. Like, it's great. Like, yeah. you know, it's very sex positive. Right. doesn't matter, you know, what your identity is. You know, just go have fun as long as it's safe and consensual. And then you have all these people just running around basically, like, sexually assaulting people. And yeah. I'm like, mm, mm. Yeah, I, I get it. That's over the top, and it's supposed to be like satire and like blah blah blah. Like these people are prudes. You should like lighten up. But it's still just. I like, do wonder because the thing I do like about uh, John Waters as well is he's it, he's actually a very middle of the road person. Like he he actually does see the. I kind of feel that way. Yeah, sides. where he I feel like he's trying like I think he's making a point on both sides here. Yeah, I think he's also saying like you should be consensual and you should like make sure that it's a positive thing, but. The, the problem is, is if one side is being not tolerant enough of the people who are being sex positive. It could go crazy. Like, it, yeah. it, those people feel repressed and they'll get crazy. But you will never like Vaughn, the car- the the husband goes from loving Sylvia and loving her freedom and her being like sexually like open to being disgusted Concerned, by it yeah. and then becoming a neuter. That's and true. That's that's an important that's distinction here to make. Is I think that made that was kind of lost on me mainly because I didn't see that transformation. Because honestly, I just thought he was a neuter the entire time. No, he he goes from being very open and and open minded and likable uh, of everyone to like you're like apparently becomes a neuter, which is mm. a big change in his character. And I think that this movie's trying to make the point of saying if you want somebody to be on your side 
it's it's best to come from a place of tolerance and uh, like open mindedness on both sides. Okay, let's see how this movie ends, Mike. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> so they all stand in a line that se- that spells out sex. Uh huh. Um, which was weird, <laughs> and then they all dispersed, and I was like, "That's weird." They wait. The what? So there's an aerial like hell, like crane shot, and oh, they okay. all like line up and go, "Yeah, sexual like freedom," and they all stand. It says the thing that says sex, and they all just run away. Okay, okay, okay. It's weird. All right, that's cut strange. to an airplane flying overhead, right overhead. They're just going to DC, and David Hasselhoff is there oh, as himself. I love David Hasselhoff. He's reading "Suicide in the Entertainment Industry." <laughs> And he gives an autograph to some lady. And in the book, it says, eat a burger on the on the ground of a <laughs> bathroom. It's true. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to go poop now. Okay. So he goes into the bathroom and he poops. Mm-hmm. And the airplane's flying overhead and he poops so hard that oh. the bottom of the airplane, the chute comes out and poop flies out. <laughs> so poop flies down from the sky uh-huh. and freezes and hits Sylvia's husband right on the head. And he turns into a sex addict. And then he just bangs his wife. Wow. Um, then Johnny Knoxville looks at Sylvia mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, you know the secret. She says, I do. And then a 12 flashes on her head. Yes, because she's the 12th apostle. That's why. Okay. 12th member of like his group. And then Johnny Knoxville's mouth opens and he spews out a moth. Whoa. And it just flies off. It's just got like then, Lars von Trier. I know. And then <laughs> Sylvia then decides, looks at her husband, and smashes her head into his. That's it. That's it, Mike. That's the final sex act. Just hitting each other with heads. It's concussions. Exactly. Think about it. Oh my God. Wow. That's 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 insane. That's so weird. That's really cool. I like it. Um and then like they start bonking heads to each other and then Knoxville literally has a snake come out of his pants (laughs) and then everyone around them starts hitting their head against each other and then uh, oh my god and then fat fat Ethel (laughs) big Ethel big Ethel (laughs) you told me not to call her fat Ethel I know big Ethel then dies oh I loved her because she just can't handle it yeah and a hearse is there to pick her up, and John Knoxville gets hit in the head a couple times. And John Knoxville goes over, oh my god, to resurrect her, resurrects Ethel, who's in the back of a hearse at this point. And oh. the two people who picked up her body, she just starts fucking them. Wow. Yeah. Um. And then people in the airplane start hitting each other in the head that <sighs> uh, David Hasselhoff's in. And now everyone starts floating because they've achieved sexual nirvana. Whoa. Um. Sylvia says, "Do it one more time for us." Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville starts flying in the air. And he says... This movie doesn't feel like real. It feels like you're making yeah, this up no, as you're going. <laughs> and he says, let's go sexting. And then he goes, uh, and orgasms and cum shoots out of his head. What the S- Straight into the air. <laughs> and then the camera looks up at the cum and it goes right on the camera. And that's the end of the movie. Oh, the ultimate money shot. Yeah. Oh, that's the end of the movie. That is insane. <laughs> that is so fucking crazy. It, it's 
Yeah. That is really I mean, John Wars with a budget. What are you going to do? Seriously, like, you give this guy, like, money, and he does weird shit with it, man. Like, he'll either make a movie like Hairspray, which will spawn a, a, a musicals and live television programs, or he'll make play, this. I thought the play was first. No, no, no. His, his movie oh, came yeah, first, right, and yeah, then yeah. the play came after. And then there was a remake. Yeah, and then there was a TV version, yeah, yeah. the live TV. Yeah, this is fucking nuts, man. This is really weird. Yeah. I wonder, like, I, I want to see this again. I, I want to see more. I First I, off, I, I want to... I definitely liked it more after you explained it, because I almost came out of this and was just like, this is just some weird nonsense. But now knowing the beginning of it makes it a little bit, puts a little bit more in context. I, yeah. Makes me a little more interested. In I'm like, trying to okay. decode what this ending means. This idea of, yeah, like, the thing. everyone becoming this, like, sexual nirvana of, like, everyone bonking each other on the heads. I find that I very also, interesting. See, that's the thing. I almost feel like that part was just silly. Yeah, that part seems silly, but... Ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really, I want to get into this. This seems really fascinating. Well, I, yeah, I don't know because I feel like the message before was just like, hey, you know, like you said, like the tolerant, like be tolerant, you know, accept yeah. other people because they can go crazy. But then the end just kind of like glorifies it and it's just like, yeah, man, fucking sex. Yeah. Sex like, owns like, even it's like, Big that's Ethel. great, but yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you just join a crazy sex cult. That's the thing. Because <laughs> that's the other thing, too. Maybe he just, I felt like at the end, he's just like, fuck it, I want to be crazy. I think, yeah, I think that maybe well. might be it. And that also might, un, like, that another thing that kind of marginalizes the message, I think, a little mm. bit, kind of undercuts it. Yeah, I know, agree with that. Where it's just kind of like, mm, okay, so that's why I felt like in the beginning of this podcast, I was like, I don't think this movie really, like, it kind of tries to say. say it, but, like, then just cuts its message down, like, in a couple ways. Because there's a lot of things here that feel like they must be meaningful. Like the poop is a movie star's poop that comes down and hits somebody in the head. You know what I mean? It's a collective stoop. It's not just his poops. Everyone's poop in the plane, but yeah. But, but yeah, but it was him that was pooping in the plane. True. Right. And it's just like, I wonder if that has any kind of meaning behind it. Like, uh, the powers of, of, from on high of the, the, the idea of, of like, you, you know, uh, 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 something like a BDSM is looked at as something like embarrassing and stupid, but then something like uh, Fifty Shades of Grey comes out and like glorifies it, and then it becomes like popular amongst everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone's doing BDSM now. Well, I don't know, people, but it's, it's at least in the conversation. I know. What you're yeah, saying. like people are like talk about it now without it being like, which is very strange. I don't know. I I want to I want to look at this movie deeper and and also understand like when he wrote it i think that's an interesting thing as well like what do you mean when he wrote it like what politically was going on at the time or 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 uh, what what movements were occurring at the time because one of the other things when watching this movie too is it very much feels like i feel like uh this this uh the inclusion of 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 gay people moving into suburban uh neighborhoods uh it's it's it feels like that that sort of um reaction of, of people saying like oh these people who are, are making out publicly and, and all this stuff and their same sexes that's disgusting and all this stuff i wonder if like that was that was going on at the time or or you know what i mean if, if there was some big move to uh to to, to uh accepting uh, uh homosexual uh, couples and stuff in, in television Maybe. Or just like, i don't know see i don't know um, i don't know if that's true or not i don't um, know i really don't was rated nc-17 it wasn't i guess it makes <laughs> sense there was full frontal nudity at one point I didn't know it was NC-17, though. Apparently. Wow. Um, according to hit site IMDb trivia, uh -huh. when the MPAA was asked what would need to be cut to obtain an R rating, they replied that if everything the MPAA objected to were removed, the movie would only be 10 minutes long. Wow. <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. It wasn't that bad at all. I've seen much worse. I've seen Pink Flamingos. They also <laughs> said that the MPAA just said, after a while, we just stopped taking notes when they wanted to know. <laughs> Fuck you. I know. Uh, apparently, Paul Giamatti was who was meant to play 
uh, Von Stickles. I'm kind of glad he didn't. I he really... dropped out for Sideways, so which is a better. Which is, yeah. <laughs> here's here's a question I got to ask you, Ethan. What is a better example? I mean, I'm not asking you personally because of like your like your experience or anything, but just as a movie goer, what is a better example of um of sex addiction, this or shame? <laughs> <laughs> Man, those are way different. That's the other thing too. Is it kind of just is like sex addiction is a thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like because I remember it's a real problem. Yeah, like when it's we were legitimate, like especially when watching Shame, you're like, oh. Well, we were watching Shame, and one of the things you said you didn't like was the implication that uh, Michael Fassbender hitting his head would have caused him having a sexual addiction. When in this movie, that's literally what caused the sexual addiction. Yeah, that also I thought. I mean, the thing is, is that the tone of Shame is much different. Oh, absolutely. Shame is very and what Shame is trying to do is very different. Yeah. As well, well, this is just some goofy bullshit yeah. in a lot of ways. <laughs> I will say though, like, God damn it. John Waters knows how to write characters like these people are like very like not deep, but strong characters like the characterizations. of These individuals are very like I, I know who fat fuck Frank is and I know who Sylvia is. And I know who Big Ethel is. Yeah. And I know who Vaughn is. It's, it's Big really, Ethel also would have been played by Divine. That's what John Waters said. Oh, but he probably passed away. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. Uh, yeah, though, I, I, I enjoyed this movie. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I definitely I have a lot of problems with it. And oh, absolutely. I, like, like, I feel like at the end, it kind of. Uh, it just felt like it was almost made for like no reason in the end. I don't yeah. know. I just, well, the whole, the, I, I feel weird about marginalizing any sort of diseases like that. And anytime they're just like, take fucking Prozac. And it's like, I don't know. I feel weird about anyone that's like kind of making like light of making light of that and just making fun of like, yeah, man, dr- don't, don't take drug health drugs at all, you know, sort of thing. Or yeah, like, totally. I, I mean, obviously, John Waters doesn't do anything nuanced though. He does it like he goes full on, like he just fucking just goes for it. And I, I have and to that, say, and I, I can appreciate. That. Yeah, I respect yeah. that too. But also, but at the same time, it makes me feel comfortable in some ways. But, but not only know. that, uh, the thing is, is like a person like me when I see something that doesn't make sense in a movie, it's either like I want to look deeper into it and try to like figure it out. But if you make something like if you have a scene where Johnny Knoxville burps up a moth and then jumps in the air and his head explodes with cum. That's going to confuse people. And if this movie was trying to make a point originally, that is, that sort of pretentious, like hard to follow ending is going to leave a lot of people who might have gotten something meaningful out of the earlier scenes. Yeah. Kind of lost, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, maybe he's just a weird sex person, weird sex cult person in the end. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why is he doing? Why can he heal? What's the power of sex? I, I don't know. Because he had that before. You know, it's really strange. Like, saying he, like, like how Jesus wasn't liked at the beginning, you know, from all the non-believers. Yeah. And then, and then he, did but he didn't shit. really, he didn't really like, I guess he ascended, but he didn't really like, like sacrifice himself in the end or anything. Yeah, totally Knox, not. Knoxville. Yeah. He, no, Knoxville didn't. Oh, okay. That you're saying like, <laughs> God, Jesus totally didn't do that. No, no, Knoxville didn't. Like, I mean, it sounds like. Knoxville ascended, but he didn't like, uh, you know, he didn't. He uh, did take all that. Um, set, Prozac. Uh, Prozac. <laughs> not on purpose though. No, an accident. He just wanted to be horny. See, <sighs> that a- that that more feels like the Etu uh, 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 situation of yeah. like of of uh, one of the apostles who like turns on Jesus and is like like sells him out. Like that's totally that situation. Yeah, but I mean, Jacob Priest got hit in the head again, became sex addict again. I don't remember if I mentioned that. Uh, yeah, I think you did. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sure everyone by the end of this movie is a sex addict. Well, it's pretty clear after what you mentioned of everyone just having a humongous orgy on on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. The orgy scenes are weird too. 
Especially if I've seen something as graphic as sausage parties or just seen. I was gonna, yeah. And then you see parties, this is just like people just hanging out with each other. I was gonna ask too, like, do you think this deserved an NC-17 rating or did it feel oh, like an dude, R movie? Honestly, it was like an R movie to me. Right? I didn't know. Like, it I was watching this movie. I'm like, I've seen this kind of stuff in like, fucking like, uh, what is it? Um, American Pie and uh, uh, everyone, lo- uh, everyone loves. Is there Mary? any erect dicks? I don't There's see any. Something about Mary. I don't see any erect dicks. Like, isn't that the there one was, thing? There was. There were a couple of like full frontal dicks earlier. But that on. doesn't matter. As long as they're not erect, right? Isn't that the thing? Yeah, I think that's the thing, right? If they're not erect, maybe they just were like. Maybe it's just the whole subject matter was too much for those Sing. people. And that's that's a good point. Like, if you are making a movie making fun of sexually repressed neutered characters. And the, uh, the MPAA has to rate yeah, it. I was going to say, you probably would just get right off ban. I'm sure they felt very attacked watching the movie like this. That's a good point. <laughs> um, but yeah, like overall, I, 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 okay, I really enjoyed my half of the movie. I did not get any of the ending though. So I don't, I can't really uh, uh, quote, like, don't quote me on like, I will say, like, yeah, the ending was weird. Uh, it, knowing the context does help a lot. It yeah. was not, I wouldn't say I didn't like this movie. I, I didn't really say enjoyed I, it. I didn't say I loved it though, but no, I would no, say, no. It was interesting. I really enjoyed it, and I laughed a lot in my half. I don't know if you heard me last night. I was laughing really loud. (laughs) Okay, good. I was worried I was keeping you up. I didn't laugh that much, honestly. It was was funny, but it wasn't... Like, there was moments that were funny, but it was just... Sometimes his writing is a little try-hardy to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... Trying to get, like, a a reaction. Yeah, like, we're just gonna say fucking weird sex things. (laughs) And it's like... And yeah, of course, Mike, you love that, so... (laughs) They're the one who asked the Google Home, like, what is going... Like, all sorts of different sex things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's very true. Um, but yeah, I overall I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think if you are in the mood for like a weird, dumb, fucking off the wall bullshit comedy, this is totally this is totally up your alley. It'd be yeah. really fun. Um, yeah, and not bad for a second. Uh, John Waters much movie. easier to watch. Much easier to watch. There was no open bungholes. There wasn't any murdering of the chickens. Yeah, this murdering of a squirrel that was clearly CGI. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I'm very glad. Oh, by John the way, Waters- in the giant or, or giant orgy, there was a. Uh, Squirrel? Squirrels were fucking on the side. Thank God. Yeah, I'm glad they included They, they got in there too. Squirrels, How big trees. of the budget must there have been for these like fucking CG they squirrels? They look terrible. Probably nothing. <laughs> they're probably like clip art that he they, They're really bad. Yeah, they were really bad. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that John Waters has matured over the years from killing a chicken on screen to killing a CG squirrel. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, John Waters. You really changed. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have any movies for us to watch that John Waters has made, please suggest them at email theotherhalfpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us there as well. Uh, and if you like this episode, go back and listen to Pink Flamingos. That was a crazy fucking movie. Is that still the worst movie you've ever seen, Ethan? As far as like disgust, like dis- the most disgusting. Oh, movie. I bet I've seen one more, but that one was pretty gross. Yeah, because I remember at the time you're like, I think this is like the most disgusting film I've ever seen. Yeah, I probably. Yeah, you know, it probably still holds up. Uh, I just it's been so long, I kind of forgot. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, which is okay. D- you guys should seriously check that one out. You can mm. find it on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher. And while you're there, leave a five star rating interview. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says. Even if it is like some weird try-hardy diatribe about how you should have sex with people or if it's the complete opposite about how sex is horrible and you shouldn't do it and it's disgusting. And mouths will come, or Hamas will come out of your mouth. (laughs) Please do that. (laughs) I want a moss or moths to come out of my mouth. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to this episode, everybody. Um, Thank you, Ethan. Yeah, of course. Watching it with me. I'm glad you were able to sit through this one and not be too disgusted. That was fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everyone, 
check. Wait, for next month, we're going to have Mike Month. All the movies are going to have the, the Mike name. Mike in them. Mike in them. Yeah, look forward to it. It's going to be great. Uh, But until then. The first one's going to be great. I don't remember what the first one is. Oh. Oh, no. I'll just say it's magical. Oh, no. Good night, everybody. Oh, <laughs> no.